Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Smith and Rowland Show. I just want to start this episode out by letting people know that Jeff Rowland is my friend. Thank you, Jason. I also wanted Thank to bring you, to the attention of everybody that we have had some anonymous um, <laughs> accusations against Jeff that we wanted to clear up right off, right out of the gate. Jeff Rowland, we've had a lot of accusations saying he was not having surgery the last two weeks, that he was actually in the Bahamas. And I just want to say that he was in the Bahamas. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. Threw me, I mean, you threw me plumb on your truck. What are you, what are you doing? Well, I, I'll have to say that's a pretty good move on Jason's part. That's really a good move. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't know what you even do. So it is. It is anonymous. It was anonymous. Allegations. Multiple anonymous allegations. Multiple. Multiple. It's Multiple. already grew. Yeah. yeah. Multiple. Nobody would gentlemen. say who there's who that was. Ladies and well, gentlemen, it was probably true. Well, they were anonymous, you yeah. know. Just they call me hashtag. Yeah. The reason, the reason I believe these anonymous, the reason I believe these uh, these accusations is they didn't do anything to his face. Right. They were going you to know, surgery. You know, they let me just say done something today, to his face. Let me say, say something. something. Say something, preach. Well. Jason's right. They didn't do anything to <laughs> my face. I went in. So you opened this door, Jason. It's your fault. I, I went in, and, and they looked, and they said, look, no need in messing with perfection. I knew it was coming, Jason. I knew it was coming, too. You did it. I had to he, listen to it for 10 minutes when in, I called him. He got into preacher mode. He said, mm-hmm. I need. Did <laughs> <laughs> you hear, you hear that double clutch right double there at the end? Missionary <laughs> Baptist, that's what that is. <laughs> Missionary Baptist. That's exactly right. <laughs> but, um, uh-huh. you know, that's anyway, terrible. that was just what, what I wanted to open up with. To hey, I up. can say, in all seriousness, prayer uh, worked. Mm-hmm. And I'm not supposed to be up even doing anything, I don't think, from what, what they told me. But, um, boy, God's been good and faithful. Even in the hospital, and, they were saying you were doing better, way better. Than yeah, they had, a, they had a meeting with the doctors on why I was doing so well. And they come and asked me about it, and I said, well, I said, I've got a thought on it. It's Jesus. Mm-hmm. They didn't like to hear that part. Mm-hmm. But, to, honestly, I had a wonderful team of doctors. That is the truth. Well, I, and, I did uh, talk to the doctors, but I told them I was going to stay anonymous. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> you're goading me. You're goading me. I was old anonymous, and uh, y'all will know in a little bit. Why yeah, we're, while we're using that term, we're trying to to uh, lunge ourselves so mm-hmm. we can get past that comment. So, what are you guys wanting to uh, talk about today? There's only one thing to talk about. <laughs> well, that didn't take you long, did it? Only one thing to now, talk about. I want There's everybody to know we have tried our best, Jason and myself, locked arm in arm, trying to stop Brother Roland. There's nothing else from to talk this topic. Wait, I thought there we weren't going to talk about that. There's nothing else to talk about. See, he brought And form. it doesn't matter. Let me tell you something. We're, there's nothing else to talk about. Okay. Go ahead. So, we're going to talk about it. And uh, here's why. There's nothing else to talk about. We're facing the possibility of World War III. Mm-hmm. Our nation is uh, crumbling from lack of leadership. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody noticed this or not. Uh, this is a sidetrack, which we're not going to talk about. But a um, little sidebar. But we've got protests on universities all over America, pro-Palestinian protests. 
protests, and our illustrious vice president comes out and gives a speech to the American people on how to deal with Islamophobia. I anonymously <laughs> report that. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is we've got this, we've got so much turmoil going on. This is the same people, was it 75, mm. that at the Olympics captured all the Israeli yeah. Olympians and yeah. shot and killed them? That's shot the same and killed. Crowd, same right? crowd. Same, same crowd. crowd. Okay. And we've got so to we're be careful that we don't become, phobic. have a phobia against those people that decapitates babies and... Uh, uh, Not to create a fight. Wait, are you talking yeah. about? Are you talking yeah. about Islamists or Democrats? <laughs> Jesus, kind of thing, Jesus. I mean, no, see, I, that's what gets us in trouble. That does huh? get us in trouble, Jason. And how dare you? How dare you? Uh, but in the midst of all of that going on, mm-hmm. we've got basically the world's largest movement of prayer. Yeah, that comes under attack. Now, if you can't draw those dots together, there's something wrong with you. Spiritually, you're blind. Now, what are you talking uh, about? I'm talking about the allegations against Mike Bickle and the difficulties that's uh, confronting the International mm-hmm. House of Prayer in Kansas City. We, we've talked about this before, how that he did a, a fasting and prayer vigil mm-hmm. for Israel mm-hmm. before this war began that went global and five million people engaged mm-hmm. in that. And then the war breaks out. And we've got all this thing going on. And suddenly... 26-year-old allegations been brought up from 26 years ago, get this, from anonymous sources that they're calling victims, comes against Mike Bickle. Now watch this. Whether Mike Bickle is innocent or whether Mike Bickle is guilty, based on the statement the leadership team from that church made this morning, they are being blackmailed by anonymous people bringing allegations. You know, I get some of that mail sometimes, but it's usually bills. <laughs> yeah, the blackmail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you well, know, I'm getting a bunch of well, them now. Why, why do you, what makes you say that you think they're getting blackmailed? Yeah. The leadership team made the statement this morning from that church that they had been given ultimatums and artificial deadlines with which to react in some way. Upon what now? They're being given ultimatums and artificial deadlines by some of what they're calling victims. By what they're calling victims, which I want us to talk about that too. There's a lot of terms I'd like to talk about. Victim is a term I'd like for us to talk about. I, I want us to talk about the use of that well, term. Yeah, but you're going to have to talk about anonymous victim. Now I don't. Now know I want to talk about anonymous. That's another now term. I'm gonna say that really threw me when I. That's a new one that came out today. Yeah. I thought these people that were bringing allegations were people that were that willing to to expose yeah. themselves, mm-hmm. or at least to a uh, group, uh, yeah, right. to a safe place. Exa- exactly. But apparently not. These are anonymous allegations. So that means you're making an allegation, but you're not. It's like you call in and say, "Hey, I got something uh, you need to know." Who is this? I can't tell you. I'm not going to tell you my name. But yet you're going to But yet you're going to accuse somebody of based something. off of that anonymous right. Then you yeah, you run off of what that No, you can't do that. What they said that's what they were doing. That's exactly what they're doing. So what what hmm. in fact is happening at IHOP in Kansas City is they're applying business models to a spiritual entity. Those two cannot coexist. Now give elaborate I'm saying that uh, they've called in a team of lawyers to investigate this situation. Now, I mean, you both know 
that at the end of the day, what's going to happen is, is the team of lawyers is going to come out and they're going to say these allegations can neither be proven true nor can they be proven false. The only way they could would be if Mike Bickle come out and said, I'm guilty. Okay. Now, at that point. Well, evidently, he's not saying that. No, he's not saying anything. Because he's not saying anything. Yeah. And the reason he's not saying anything is because, according to the leadership, the leadership team and Mike Bickle agreed for him not to speak, for him not to share anything on social media, mm -hmm. and for him not even to attend mm -hmm. any IHOP services, mm -hmm. the prayer meetings or anything. So he has been now silenced. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying if Mike Bickle's deciding that, that's up to Mike Bickle. I think it's a strategic mm -hmm. mistake. It's his business. Uh, that's his business. It's up to him. I think it's wrong. I think mm -hmm. it's a mistake for him not to speak. If I was him, I'd be up preaching Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that they've sidelined him because they're being blackmailed by ultimatums that we don't know what the ultimatum is. So the reason you're using the blackmail term is because, number one, it's been said that the some of the the accusers are anonymous, and the other reason is is because there was light shed today that there ha they have they said unfortunately or something like that that they'd been given some ultimatums or some timelines, some artificial deadlines, artificial deadlines is what he used, and then they said I think that's unfortunate or something. Yeah, he did. Which I mean, he handled it rather well, but that sounds like to me to you. <clears throat> Uh, He's being blackmailed. They're, they're not saying blackmail. But that's what but it is. That's what it sounds like. That's the like. definition of blackmail. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> you mean like the Bills, Jason's yet? No. Yeah, same thing. Okay. Same, same thing. Same. Okay. But, but, yeah, I mean, that's what blackmail is. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. They're blackmailing them, and they're saying you're going to have to do something with Mike Bickle or else. We don't know what the or else is. Mm -hmm. We can only assume that maybe a lawsuit or something, whatever. Or more information. Right. Something. They're blackmailing mm -hmm. them for something. Now, well, that, that being the case, I don't really know. That leadership's kind of in a catch-22. They though. really are. I mean, I, this, they honestly, need prayer. They need prayer. They need prayer. And I've and I I got to say. This, like he said, he said, really and truly, there's not a right way I can say this. Yeah, he said that's I, right. And I tend to agree with him. They're in a hard place. They're, they're in, you know, uh, yeah. what strikes me is when you said that Mike Bickle couldn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Now, that's, I was listening, to, I don't know if you've listened to it yet or not, but it's, it brought back to memory when you were talking about that. Um, I just got through listening to Tucker Carlson and Theo Vaughn. He was on Theo Vaughn's show this past week. And Theo is a comedian. And I never knew how funny Tucker Carlson is either. Tucker was talking about something. He was talking about free speech. He said, if you can't talk, then you're a slave. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so what's happening here is when you're silenced like that, you lose any authority. Yes. You lose any type of... I mean, that's not a good place to be, to be silenced. It's the way this is panning out is Mike Bickle has already lost. And when I say that, I'm, I'm talking, he's already lost his the ministry there. Mm -hmm. Well, he's not uh, fighting, so. Not at all. Mm -hmm. And okay, you know, he's going to let the Lord defend him. Whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever but I think that's, I talked uh, to a guy this past week that was out there years ago, and he said when different things came up, said Mike usually just goes silent. And he says he's going to let the Lord defend him. Now, I, I want to make sure people understand here. If there has been something bad happen, then let it come out. 
let mm-hmm. that be the the end result. But this type of weird behavior is not the right way to handle this. This is so mm-hmm. this it's so not being handled correctly. And we're saying that not really knowing all of the details. Apparently, well, we know very little. So we're just reacting based off of what mm-hmm. information we have. But based off of the information we have. Everything is being handled incorrectly, even from a secular standpoint, much less a biblical standpoint. So therefore, more explanation needs to be given as to why it is being handled this way. Well, I'm sure you Um, know that they have more information than we do. And also, I heard Mike Bickle say in his last message, which it's on Kingdom Prophetic Society's mm-hmm. video, under our video link, you can see... Uh, that everybody needs to listen to, You need to listen to that. It's a very good message that Mike Bickle gave. In that message, which I didn't know, but he said that he resigned the church three years ago. He also... Uh, I, my understanding was he doesn't get paid for the church. He speaks every week, but he's doing that is just because he says he's not even on a board, not on a single board. He is just there as an invited guest. And he said he stepped aside three years ago. So if somebody's trying to remove him. He's already been removed. He's, to that, he's already removed himself. Mm-hmm, uh, to that it, standpoint. Because I, I imagine there was already things coming against Mike. There's always been things coming against Mike. And you can disagree with him, like him or not. But I've been with Mike before. And I'll have to say my experience with Mike was is he loves the Word of God and he loves truth. Mm-hmm. And if you want to talk about anything else, he's just not too interested. Now, because yeah. I've been with him in meetings. Again, I just have never believed that you could mix business principles with spiritual organizations. I've never believed that you can do that. I've mm-hmm. never seen it work. I've seen it tried. And in some, t- some ways, I guess I've even tried it at times. Mm-hmm. But it that never, it, it's never worked out good. It, and it never will. The constitution of the kingdom of God always takes precedent and god is sovereign in that way and when we try our best to operate a church like a business and i know there's people out there that's going to say well the church is a business and so no no it's not it's to be the expression of the kingdom of god right now on the earth (laughs) and it's the body of christ it runs it's under a different constitution so I'm just saying you can't bring a secular they got a, a team of lawyers that are coming in that's going to apparently investigate and I've heard that word. That's another term I'd like for us to talk about. We've got a lot of terms to talk about. Mm-hmm. Is this term investigate? They're going to investigate. And I heard that term used. Dr. Brown used that term this morning several times. He kept using that term. As a matter of fact, in his last podcast, he used that same mm-hmm. term. And it's always investigate, investigate. Oddly enough, there is nowhere in the Word of God that says, Thou shalt investigate your brother. Mm-hmm. It's just not in the Bible. Well, there's a lot of it going on. Are you sure there's not? No, I'm positive. Well, where are we getting all this investigating from? From the business world. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, That's why you can't take that business thing and put mm-hmm. it in. No, it don't work. It don't work. It's not. It just don't work that well, way. Well, what about suspicion? Can you not operate off suspicion? No. Don't work either. What, what, how, what if your suspicion, you're thinking that it's discernment? Yeah, well, that don't work neither. See, all that, all, all that does is uh, really prove that, uh, you know, you're stupid. <laughs> those that believe that. Jason, he used S word, bleep out. out. Those, those that believe that's just uh, insanely stupid. Seriously, I do believe that. You know, there was a question that come up from Dr. Brown, and he did a whole podcast on this. The book, The Kansas City Prophets, was written based off of things I think that happened in Kansas City around that same group of people. Am I pretty Mm -hmm, close on mm -hmm. that? 
it is a very prophetic influenced group of people there. Right. So the question was if this has been going on for you know, one allegation they said was twenty six years old, one was even before that. The question is, is why didn't the prophets see it? Okay, well if the prophets didn't see it, Michael Brown asked that question mm-hmm. on his podcast. And his answer was this, Alan, he said, I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> well at least can I just, can I just say that being said, it might be that you would be better off to answer the questions you do know instead of the questions well, you do not know. I think I know the answer. Go ahead. Well, the reason the prophets didn't bring it up, it probably didn't happen. There you well, go. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Ding, ding, ding. Well, Winner I mean, of the prize, <laughs> Alan Smith. Well, I mean, it's it, there again, I'm not defending something that didn't happen. But, but isn't I'm, that a possibility? Well, to me, it's the greatest possibility. Yeah. So, And I'm also of the persuasion that you and I have counseled and we've been in a lot of situations we've been called into where such as this is going on. Our experience is that 75 to 90 percent of what's being said is not true. We've been in some situations where very little of it was true. We've been in other situations that it wasn't true, but there was some stuff is worse. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I've told people this before. I've been accused of a bunch, <laughs> but never. Of the worst things I've done. That's exactly right. You might be like the old drunk I heard one time. Now, this is a true situation. He was sitting in up here at a little place we eat, and this this guy's drunk all the time. He come in, and they this one guy started dragging him about something. He turned around, and he said, listen, there's not nothing about me but what you can't say but what it ain't true. What it ain't true. That's exactly <laughs> right. I concur with that man. Uh, I concur completely. But, you know, Alan, honestly – the terms that's being used in the way this has been handled has been not thought through greatly. Well, I think uh, that's no what stretch. we would like to call attention uh, to, is the usage uh, yes, of the terms. Because it's not good. We've and, said and, a lot of things, but it, the usage of the terms is really and, good. And, the, and, you know, the first one, of course, is the term of victim. Yes, let's and, talk and about we that. We understand victim. They said, so far, they're saying these are accusations. Yeah. And so, From victims. Yeah, but you can't have a victim with an accusation. That's right. <laughs> you, have, you have a victim right. when something's proven true. You have, and, and with an accusation, got, you call them an accuser. Yeah. So far, if we can just clarify, mm-hmm. we're not even sure what he's been accused of. Have what it? they have said is sexual, either sexual misconduct or sexual immorality. I'm not sure which, mm-hmm. which term they used, but it was somewhere in that. Okay, now here's my, my thing about that. Okay, Mike Bickle's being accused of that. They say by victims. Mm -hmm. To use that term would imply he raped them. It's the only way they could be a victim. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're a participant. Well, they're saying you can be a victim. Here's where it gets squirrely. They're saying that he's using his positional influence of being this great man of God. And so, therefore, he has coerced them into... Well, Lord knows whatever. We don't know what. It's also talking about this. um, To me, that topic is so subjective. At what point do you say somebody doesn't coerce somebody? I mean, people could say we're doing that. Yeah. We're doing it even now. Mm -hmm. The only thing we're pointing out is what doesn't make sense to us. It looks like people are coming to conclusions way too soon with this terminology of victim. I've even heard uh, them call Bickle a perpetrator. It's pretty stout terms, isn't it? They're wrong terms. You know what I'm saying? 
so we're, if we're you wrong. if you've got an accusation, an accuser, that doesn't have to be a bad word. The accuser brings an accusation. I get that. But if accuser brings an accusation, would that not make Bickle the victim? It would appear to me. So there again, that's what we're saying. These are yeah. words. These are terms that are being, that are being used. And, it's just, and they're terms that's being used in statements that the leadership team's making. Mm-hmm. And it's also terms that Dr. Brown is, is using and agreeing mm-hmm. with. So we're, we're just saying. I'm saying that that's the wrong word. I, we think it's the wrong they word. They drop that word. And then if you've got, which we were shocked today. So that, that takes care of that. Now we've got this new term, an anonymous accuser. And I have and, to say. And I, and I stopped it. <laughs> you looked at me and you said, well, that's the first time I've heard that. It was, yeah. And I looked at Jeff and I said, I'm confused. What does that mean? What does it even mean? <laughs> what is it? How can this how, be? How can it be that you're sitting here talking about an, a victim? Well, you could take, and they're saying they're doing this to protect the victims. Well, I mean, how do you know who to protect? Yep, they're, they're anonymous. They don't even know who they are the way they gave their statement today. So I'm, anyway, maybe we didn't hear that. Right. It's very possible, but the mm-hmm. term anonymous was used. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just say this. Back 100 years ago when I was pastoring, and it feels that about that long, if someone brought to me some kind of a problem and they said to me, and Alan, we had this, mm-hmm. uh, you'll, you'll remember this. Okay, well, let's let's take care. Oh, I don't want nobody to use my... Th- when they said you can't use my name, it was dropped. Mm-hmm. We didn't allow that. If we did you, not allow. If you that. weren't willing to stand in front of who you're accusing, yeah, then it was dropped. We, and maybe it's wrong, but we just didn't go. With no, it. we're not going to go there. We're not going to go mm-hmm. there now. And I understand because it, when it gets with women or young teenagers, I mean, I get all of that that they're intimidated, and I mean, I, I get all that. But you still know who the person is. Yeah, that's right. Let me quickly say. If Mike Bickle is guilty of all of this, come out and just say, I did it. Mm-hmm. Just say, I did it. In a moment, and this brings me to a, a biblical concept. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, and please, I, I'm hoping everybody that's listening to me will, I hope they didn't tune me out till we get to this point. Yeah, this is, we stayed too long uh, on the other. Yeah, because yeah, I, I want to I get to this biblical concept here. This is extremely important that we understand. We've got a problem not applying the Word of God correctly mm-hmm. in into this situation. I'm trying to get my words because I want to say it right. Restoration is a term that was said in one article that we're not even there yet. We're not even mm-hmm. talking about that. We're not even going to refer mm-hmm. to to restoration. If, in fact... Mike Bickle is guilty. Those he were guilty with needs healing. Mm-hmm. They need restoration. They need the love of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. They do not need anything else because nothing else will satisfy them. Mm-hmm. Nothing else can help. And the only way to get there is for Mike Bickle to talk. You cannot lead without talking. You can't lead without saying something. Well, to remain silent is absolutely the wrong strategy. Let's take this conversation to, a, to, to the Word of God and kind of flush it through that instead of trying to flush it through the protection 
of of uh, of anything. They were talking about today in their statement to, to you know that Jesus died for the living stones for the for the people, not an organization. I agree with that. I I, I agree with mm-hmm. that. However, I have to say, Jesus said, "Upon this rock I'll build my church. Mm-hmm. The gates of hell will not prevail against it." We as a collective body need to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have to view it from a a standpoint of that, that mm-hmm. this is the body of Christ. Okay, now, the dark side has been released against prayer. Exactly, and which Mike Bickle has been a champion He's, of. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So the dark side has come against Bickle. It's come against the International House of Prayer. And listen, it's naive to think that, okay, uh, Mike Bickle is no more uh, we got rid of the problem. We're going to keep going. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. How many people tried to save PTL? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the way to Jerry Falwell. Couldn't be done. Actually, took Jerry down too. If you don't know that did. So, we're, I'm saying that that because PTL was a vision that was given to Jim Baker. Mm-hmm. Like him, hate him, whatever. He's the only one that could pull that mm-hmm. off. Because that was his vision that God gave him. The International House of Prayer was founded by Mike Bickle. Mm-hmm. The enemy knows if he can take Mike Bickle out, mm-hmm. he can get that whole deal. Mm-hmm. And so the dark side has been released against that. Is there an element of witchcraft that is involved? If there is, there's not a team of lawyers nowhere in America or anywhere around the world that's going to be able to flush that out. Mm-hmm. It can't be done by lawyers. Mm-hmm. It cannot be done by secular society. Mm-hmm. It can only be done through the prayer and wisdom of the Lord as he releases it to the people of God to lead in this situation. So the house of prayer is going to have to take it up a notch. Yeah, that's exactly right. That, I hope is going to have to take it up have a notch. To, and the fact that Mike Bickle resigned his position three years ago doesn't matter. Mm-mm. He can resign all he wants to. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It, don't, it doesn't, no. doesn't mean anything. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's obvious everybody still recognizes him as the leader. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. that. So I'm saying that with the use of the terms, and so far the strategy that's been laid out is a strategy, a strategy for destruction. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be de- devised out of good intent. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind it's mm-hmm. devised out of good intention. The leadership team, I think the intent of their heart is pure. I really mm-hmm. believe that. Yeah, I do too. But the strategy that is being applied here is a strategy for destruction. Mm-hmm. And something has to, listen, a team of lawyers is not needed, but the apostolic voice in America is needed. Mm-hmm. And you can't bring somebody in, a Dr. Brown or whoever, you can't bring them in to kind of navigate this whole thing and then watch and then allow them to lead in Mike Bickle's place. It's not their calling. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. You're just saying it won't be successful. It absolutely will not be successful. Yeah. yeah. Well, what would you propose? I mean, we have this situation, as the leadership said today, he said that there's not really a right way I can do this. And I could kind of feel what he was saying. There. I absolutely, yeah. my heart uh, breaks for him. Yeah, my heart uh, breaks for him. Right. He, he said, there, there's nothing, there's, I can't, there's no way I can do this, right? So, yeah, he, we're, had, we're he some, said it that we're way. We're somewhat criticizing that they could do some other things better. 
And that's what he's talking about. And I agree with him. I agree with him totally. I totally agree with him. Let me tell you something. I believe his heart is as pure as it can be in this, at least to what he's saying. The truth is, probably everybody about involved is. I would would say yes to that. Because that's what the enemy does. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. He so messes up everybody's brain that instead of us seeing who the enemy is, then we start thinking each other's the enemy. Should we allow blackmail to dictate the decisions that we make well i'd say no if that's what's happening and like you said based on what we heard today they didn't use that terminology you and i used that terminology right because that was the first thing that we thought based on what was said mm-hmm. when ultimatums were given artificial art- deadlines artificial deadlines were given then automatically we have to say we looked at each other and we said well that's blackmail yeah they're being blackmail so, I can understand. I promise you, nobody's using that term, but me and you probably. Yeah. <laughs> because everybody's watching yeah. their mouth, except except me, except me and you. Yeah, and we we. Well, probably, don't throw yourself in there. Well, don't uh, don't get in the same mud hole. With yeah, me. but it's Coward Smith and Rowland. I mean, well, it kind of is, ain't it? Yeah, and then we got Jason and so. Yeah, matter of fact, you're already in the mud. <laughs> just wall <laughs> around and enjoy. <laughs> I'm just saying that if it's. After we watched today's session, and we haven't listened to all of Dr. Brown's message, but as we watched the introduction from that leadership team, we looked at each other and said, oh, no. Yeah. This is worse than what we thought. A lot worse. Not about Mike Bickle. Right. But about what's actually taking place and what's happening. Mm -hmm. If they are being blackmailed, I don't think I would call that a victim. That's not a victim. That is, that is not that is not a victim. The definitions now, are not fitting the terms are used. They're just everything's just, just not. Not. call them accusers. Yeah, just call that's them what accusers. That's what it is. It's, it's uh, and it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It, again, I don't know whether he's guilty or whether he's not. I, I don't know. I just know that this, the way these scandals have been handled over the last three decades, sickens me to my core. Mm-hmm. When you hear it, we're going to have to call a team of lawyers in to investigate. Well, that's what makes us think. I just that's what it makes us think, though, Jeff, that it's already went legal. Yeah, and you, I mean, really, I mean, we're thinking. Well, what has it gone legal over? Well, that's, uh, and and see, that's my point. We don't uh, know, but we. We know the allegations or, or what's being said, yeah. which is very foggy. At best. But if you get lawyers, I mean, you don't have to tell me much. This puppy could go legal. Yeah. And evidently, somebody's anticipating that. To the point that, I mean, we have to ask, is this, are we worried about civil things or are we worried about criminal things? Mm-hmm. Not heard any police investigations. None of that. So it doesn't appear that rape mm-hmm. is being talked about. And that being said, if it is rape, then certainly criminal proceedings need to take place. Yeah, but Jeff, if you've been given a deadline, yeah, that's right. There's another motive. There's another another. That's the there's point. Just of another these. motive. There's just another motive, and it's not friendly. It's not friendly. <laughs> it's just not friendly. And you're not going to be able to combat that darkness with nothing but light. If you're given a deadline, that means that you have a demand made wouldn't it well it seems to me i mean why would you have a dead a deadline for a while mm-hmm. they're innocent somebody's here is being called an innocent accuser but we find out today that this innocent accuser or one or two or i don't know what they got but it has a deadline yeah 
Okay, so you have to ask yourself a deadline. And, and they even said the accusers didn't want their names used or we want to protect them. And, and I'm like, well, somebody needs to protect Mike maybe just a little bit here. Wouldn't I mean, you think? I mean, he's going up like a Roman candle. Wouldn't you think? <laughs> it's it's uh, just the terminology is what's throwing me. It, big time. And, and it's going to make the entire, you know, if you look ahead, let's just say, these these allegations proved to be false. Mm-hmm. I don't know how an allegation can ever be proven false, true or innocent. I don't know. Once allegations made. It's out there. It's out there. But let's just say that they come to some kind of a something. In the plan of restoration, we talked about this on a podcast earlier this week, Alan, mm-hmm. but I want to bring it back up. When the Bible uses the term restore, it never uses it with the idea of partial restoration. It's always complete. Mm-hmm. It's what restore means. Either restored means, or you're not. Yeah, that's right. You're mm-hmm. yeah. And you're either completely restored or you're not restored at all. Mm-hmm. So you cannot dissect, oh, we're going to restore him in his personal relationship mm-hmm. back to God, but that doesn't mean that he's restored to preach again. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is no authority for that in scripture. Mm-hmm. None. What's happening it's, it's making it impossible for Mike Bickle to be restored completely back to where he was in the pulpit there at IHOP. Mm-hmm. It's making it impossible for that to happen by the way this is being handled. And so, we're not blaming when we say handled. Let me say this. We're not just talking about the leadership. I'm IHOP. not even blaming the leadership no, for no. it. We're just saying what is driving this thing. It's yes. obvious that the leadership at IHOP is not in an offensive position. They're in a total defensive. They position. are d- defending. They're in a the defense. Something. I, I don't, They're defending something. I don't know who's in the offense here. No. I'm not even saying we don't know who's driving the allegations. Boat. I don't even know that they're the ones that's in the offense here. Yeah. The truth is, I will say this: something's not right. Something ain't right. Something stinks in the high heavens. Something stinks. And and it brings to to me this question: How are these things to be handled? In the house of God. Well, let me say this. Hillsong, Brian Houston, his allegations uh, were that he concealed information related to the confirmed case of his father's child sex abuse rather than bringing it to the police. That's what he was accused of. Brian Houston, pastor of Hillsong, huge church influence in the world. They asked him to step down. He stepped down. I think it's been, what, two years ago? I'm not sure, Jason, but I'm guessing two years ago. Went through court and all of that. I think in the last 30 days, it's finally been settled. Not guilty. Now, took it through the court of law. I'm just saying this to support your statement. Right. Brian Houston went through the court of law, the court of the court of the land. Took two years. At the end of the day, he lost his church, lost his house, lost his friends. You know, I think he's running around the United States somewhere now. Lost everything, and he's not guilty. And nobody's heard about it. Exactly. We're heading down that same road. Totally destroyed. Yes. Great preacher. Totally destroyed. Exactly. Exactly. That's my point. And two years later, not guilty. Not guilty. So now what do you do with that? And the odd thing is, is is there's still people out there that's Brian Houston haters because they heard an allegation. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of people that were jealous of Brian Houston. Sure they were. 
a lot of people don't. And jealousy is a big driver of a lot Absolutely. of this. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's and let me no, tell you something. Allegations is no respect of person. It well, can come at, against anybody well, I mean, at any time. How many picky alligators have you ever seen? I That's mean, right. uh, yeah. Same same thing. Same. <laughs> you, refrigerator. Refrigerator. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying to support what you said. Yes. There's Brian Houston. And the truth is he, he's been so destroyed through it. Yeah. He probably wouldn't want to pastor another church. Oh, well, no. Not if, he probably, probably couldn't run fast enough to no. give him one. And I say that, so you we, know. we got to be careful. That's all. I mean, come on, y'all. It's just, something about this is just not... Right. right, and I don't think that we we got the right ideas yet on how to handle it. The church the, is not the big, handling these the situations well. The big picture well. to me is, here's the big picture to me. Bickle led a prayer charge, mobilized the globe. It was global, went viral. They say 5 million could be as many as 10 to 15 million people. Some of them weren't signed up or still praying for Israel. Huge prayer initiative for Israel just so happens it was about, what, two months before the war broke out. Yeah. And nobody would have figured that. Right. What would the war be like now had that prayer initiative not went for? Yeah. They can't figure out why Iran, Iraq, and all these. See, all of these countries were to join Hamas at the same time. Yeah. But for some reason, these other countries around there, they're kind of shooting a peace shooter. Every yeah, day. right. Yeah. So I've seen some things where Hamas is really upset with some of them. Mm-hmm. Because everybody didn't pull in there like they said they would. Yeah. My point being, why? what confused that? Yeah. If prayer did confuse that, and Mike Bickle could be guilty or not guilty, it won't make any difference, the consequence is he's going to die like a Roman candle. Yeah. And if he'd have stayed at home and ate some Twinkies and not had that prayer, he'd probably none of this would be going on. No, no, that's I, right. That's exactly, that's right. We ha- you got to be. I'm just saying. I, I, you know, I totally agree. It makes agree. me wonder because you got a big picture out I to- here. Yeah, exactly. And we all know that our own personality, our own personal stuff, the reason you don't want to sin is because the enemy then is very convenient for him yeah. to pull it on you when he needs to. Yeah. And that may be even what happened here. I don't know. But that's the reason we don't need to send. We don't need to have anything hidden. But we don't need to miss the big picture either. I've got a big, huge problem with the whole idea of restoration that people have. Mm-hmm. Let's take time. Look, guys, we're out of time. Mm-hmm. And again, that's not a prerequisite nowhere in the Word of God. Peter denied that he even knew the Lord, and 50 days later, he's preaching at Pentecost. Mm-hmm. 50 days. He couldn't get by with that today. The church would have him sidelined for two or three years under the watch care of the church before he could be able to take up the offering again. He'd have missed Pentecost. Oh, yeah. He'd have been, yeah. Pentecost, why he wouldn't have been able to have even showed his face in public. That's did, my many, point. Did Peter not, but how much scripture do we have on his repentance? Well, the Very, only, just the only thing I know is the Lord said, hey, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, I do. <laughs> I mean, the conversation went really like this. I don't love you near like I thought I did. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. You know, I love you. And then the Lord said, okay, then feed my sheep. That's what he said. Now, that's biblical. I know most people wouldn't go by that. They wouldn't go by that. I no, because that. And here's why. Somebody's going to get with Bickle, and they're going to say, we got to dig down to the root of what your problem is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've had this problem well, since you were a child. Well, if it's sin. And, and yeah, here's what restoration <laughs> is. If you confess your sins, God's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins, cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I say it again. To be restored is to be put back in the place from whence you fell. Yeah. 
I agree. Well, we that's restoration. You and I have already been we've been crucified enough over this topic, <laughs> you know. But the church keeps getting it wrong. Is what I'm saying. I, I agree. I agree. I think it will be interesting when the dust settles from a lot of this mess. How many? If you really pull, you know, a wolf can tell when something mm-hmm. is bleeding, mm-hmm. and they'll run to it. That's the, what they're going to try to take down. That's true. And so I'd be curious to watch to see who flocks to this thing. Who who ends up trying to you know take his place, take Mike's place, or I'm just saying it'll be interesting. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything, Al. Don't Alan. you do it, Jeff? I'm not gonna say nothing. No, 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 Jeff. Listen, Jay, you set him up, I'm Jeff. I didn't. Don't you I didn't do it. I ain't nothing. I ain't set nothing up. It'll hit the cut. It's just gonna be. Not, oh, I wouldn't is, say that is for nothing in this world. I would not say that whoever stands. No, 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 no. We have talked about mm-hmm. this, and there will be consortium it's, of people come out. It's no different that, say, than, that yeah, says I saw this yeah. thirty years ago. I've seen this, and and it, I've already seen. I've some. already seen. I already it's, knew this was going to happen. That's going to come out. Of the it's room. no different than what's going on with Israel. Mm-hmm. And with Hamas, who and why are people running to this? It, it's really odd. When it's, the dust settles, when, when the dust settles, you know, you've got these protests in these cities right now where, I mean, they're shutting cities down. Protesting all over the world. All over pro, the world. Pro Hamas. Now, why? Why are people that angry? Somebody, uh, somebody's got to be them. Why are we? <laughs> now, I'm stealing this from Tucker, 100%. Go ahead. Okay. But why can't we be angry at our own leaders and our own issues and stuff that we have rather than dealing with, why are the people doing this over Hamas. I mean, I can tell you why if you want to know. But it's just, it's really odd. Yeah, I can tell you why I can answer the question. It's It's almost like it's a distraction. Well, it's an easy question to answer. Dating back 75 years, when Israel became a nation in 48, yeah. The college institutions here mm-hmm. begin to teach that Israel was an occupier. Right. It stirred up anti-Semitic behavior and a thought process that has evolved and evolved and evolved, and everybody didn't even realize it. No one paid attention to it until you get to a situation like this where now you have idiot people out there protesting for Palestinians who are now saying that all of the video evidence of cap- decapitated babies and all mm-hmm. that stuff is just AI-generated, yep. and they don't believe it. Yep. So you've got this mixture of spiritual blindness, which is the same thing that's happening with Bickle mm-hmm. and that whole situation. There's spiritual darkness that is prevailing. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think in listening to that leader today talk, mm-hmm. He is struggling. I, my heart breaks for my you guys. heart breaks. For my God, heart man, breaks for them people. My heart br- literally breaks for them people, and they will be the object of my prayers mm-hmm. and have been since this whole thing started. Mm-hmm. And it's much the same way with what you're talking about. There is a parallel. It's just plain spiritual darkness mm-hmm. that's prevailing. That's what Glenn Beck is. That's mm-hmm. it, the conclusion he's come to. Is that these things, these issues, it don't have nothing to do with, you know, let's just mind our business here and let, we're not supposed to just mind our business here. We're supposed to stand with Israel. Mm-hmm. Whatever that cost, that, that's what the cost mm-hmm. is. But it's supposed to happen with Bickle, is they're supposed to stand with truth. 
Mm-hmm. Whatever that costs you, that's what it costs you. But at some point, you've got to say, okay, wait a minute. No, this is not scriptural. Mm-hmm. The Bible way here is to handle this differently. Mm-hmm. And I issue a challenge to even to Mike Bickle. Come out of hiding. Get out here and preach. I wrote an article on KPS. The end of the article said, preach, Mike, mm-hmm. preach. If you don't want to talk about this situation, don't talk about it. Preach. Mm-hmm. Unless... The only explanation is that there is some type of civil litigation being threatened for them Mm -hmm. to tell Mike Bickle, not just that you can't come here, but did you hear what they said? Don't post nothing on social media. Don't say anything. Now, Alan, now we're into a thing that is completely anti-American. We're not allowing you to speak. Unless Mike's choosing it himself. That's my I know, point. I know they're saying that. Yeah, my point is, is yeah. he apparently he is. Mm-hmm. Because they have no precedent to tell him you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So apparently he's choosing to be silent. And I'm saying to him, don't be silent. Wrong wrong idea. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong idea. Especially since he resigned anything there three years ago. Technically, they don't have anything binding to tell him what to do, except I'm sure it's relationships. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. Based on what Jason said there, I I do want to ask a serious question. Be careful with my stuff. Do you think (laughs) that there is the possibility that games are being played for a power play to take that ministry of that church over? I personally do not think that was the origin of this. I don't think it was the origin. Do you think think that's something that can be birthed it's always a danger that that can start creeping up i don't think it was the origin i think the origin was out of the pit of hell i think that was the total origin can i tell you that you're going to shoot me for this but i want to use a little uh, analogy and you're going to shoot me for this i made the statement early on when this first came out i told me you were talking and i and i said to you i said the pastoral role or pastoral counseling Mm -hmm. is not going to work in something like this. It's going to take an apostolic voice. You've served in that role. And years ago, you said you said this, you are what people say you are. You know, if they call you an apostle, that's okay. Whatever. No, if they call me names. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Man. You are <laughs> They've called me a bad thing. No, they've called me a lot of names. No, but you have served as an apostolic covering for churches. You, you've done that. You have... Um, been involved in situations like this where it takes an apostolic voice. Unless that fills the role, I see some dangerous pitfalls ahead. Mm-hmm. Unless that would be chosen. Mm-hmm. That's not being chosen. It doesn't appear to this point. Does that make sense? It does. It's early on. We, You and I both have discussed this, and, and we're praying that that does happen. Yeah. That's some true, I honestly do not see me as that. But you and I both have prayed for that to happen there Yes. Because we have been in situations that we knew anything less than that just didn't It, it fit don't the, work. Just didn't fit the bill. It don't work. It just won't work. And so the scriptures are true that you have fathers in the faith that can come in and just say, okay, here's what we're doing. Yeah. It's not necessarily even we're going to figure out what all's wrong. It comes and says, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's yeah. how we're going to handle it. That's right. Here's where we're going, and this is what's going to look like. That's right. And, and there is and, an authority there. And there's authority there. Yes. And says this is what we're going to do. Everybody can feel safe in it yeah. because it sounds like something the Lord would say. That's right. Yeah. And then you just go with it. And you go with and it. And you go with it. So I think that's needed here. If that doesn't happen, then we have some huge dangers 
of a lot of other things. What can creep up here, guys, is much worse than what's happened. What can come in the next two or three weeks can be much worse than what's happened up to this point. Yes. And so it's just like a fire. You get a fire, you know, burning leaves in your backyard, and it gets out a little bit and starts burning half your backyard. But then there's, a, you know, a huge forest behind mm-hmm. your house. And you know, it just takes a little time, the right wind, and that fire will be through the, that forest in no time. Right. And so it's that forest fire is what I sense, too, that the leadership's trying to manage somewhat that this thing doesn't turn into a forest fire. We got what fire we got. I think they're trying to contain it because it's a spiritual fire. You and I are the persuasion that the world cannot control a spiritual fire. We believe that the Word of God, the men of God, uh, needs to stay contained within that realm, if at all possible. In that framework. In that framework. Bible concepts. Bible concepts and content. We believe that. But now, if it gets out into a forest fire, that's when I'm saying then it gets out into the to the world. Yeah. And it gets out there. And then, then we've got to minimize that. I just hope and pray right now, Lord. I pray that this thing will not turn into a, yes, a forest fire. I pray, Lord, that this fire will stay in their backyard. Yes, Lord. It'll not go any further. And, Lord Jesus, we just, mm. uh, as we've said on this show, we say a lot of things, some things we should say, some maybe we shouldn't. But, Lord, we're just trying to be transparent in front of the people, just saying what we're not making any declarations. Mm. We're talking the way things look to us. So, Lord, if we say anything that doesn't, not, wasn't right, we're praying it'll mm-hmm. fall to the ground. If anything is right, we're praying that people could study, they could test it, and uh, uh, see if anything is true. And, Lord, Jeff and I and Jason, we just want to bring up ideas and concepts and things that we are for if anybody's been hurt through this or coerced in any way or uh, or any true victim yes lord we pray for them and we understand that the leadership has made that assessment we're assuming but lord if there's any type of uh, fraud blackmail or anything like that going on we pray that that'll be exposed yes lord and so lord we know that there needs to be a lot exposed here a lot needs to stop that that house in prayer can get back to to the house of prayer. Yeah, I'm sure they're carrying on prayer, but Lord, we pray mm-hmm. and I ask that this will not set back Mike Bickle, yes, nor the house of prayer at Kansas City. Yeah, Lord, we know they're not perfect no more than the rest of us are perfect, but we're persuaded that their heart is your kingdom, their heart is your word, that they love you. So, Lord, we pray that all that are included there could come into unity of mind. I pray, Lord, that this thing would drop as quickly as it came up. Oh, Lord Jesus. I just pray it would drop as quickly. Let's let it drop as quickly as it came up, and we'll thank you for it, Lord. And I pray that it won't take two years for Mike Bickle. I don't think anybody tends to survive that long, but we know it's all in your hands. And uh, Mike Beckel's life, uh, Houston's life, all of these guys, everybody's out here serving you. And as we're serving you, Lord, it's, it tends to be a dangerous place to live and yeah. serving the Most High God because our flesh gets involved or get off track. And, Lord, we just need each other. Lord, I pray as we all get slapped upside of the head, it'll not kill us. Yes, Lord. <laughs> but we can. It'll just shake us real good. That we'll get back on track for your kingdom. In Jesus' name.
Amen. And thank Amen. God I ain't got cancer no more. Just and Jeff wrote, just, to, just to throw in there. Yeah. Jeff doesn't have cancer. Anymore. I do not have cancer anymore. Can somebody yes. say amen? What do you think, Jay? Say amen. 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 All right. I'll see you guys next week. See you, brother. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowan Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowanshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.